Welcome to the Cherokee County Football Blitz, hosted by Will Cooper and Arthur Mosley. Guys, take it away. Hello, folks, and welcome in to the Cherokee County High School Football Blitz. I am your host, Will Cooper, joined alongside my co-host, Arthur Mosley, as well here today. The date is August the 10th. We are here on a Tuesday, but you'll be hearing this on a Wednesday as we are actually kind of on location. We're here at Creekview High School as the Grizzlies are getting ready to take on the Cherokee Warriors in a scrimmage game that was rained out on Friday. Art, welcome into the broadcast, buddy. I know you're excited to see these two teams square off, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, absolutely, Will. We're not, we're not kind of on location. We are on location. This kind of came together courtesy of the weather uh, last week, as you mentioned, but we're happy to be here bringing you the first episode of the Cherokee County Football Blitz. We've got a few things to run to. Probably won't be as long as our normal episodes, but we're excited uh, to be bringing the folks some, uh, another podcast that covers all of Cherokee County high school football. Yeah, we're very excited. We want to thank everybody for the successful launch of this show with the preseason show. It was an awesome event. We appreciate Chase and Dave and all six coaches and Will and Max from Chiefs TV for coming and joining us as well. It was a truly awesome event. It was so good to see everybody, so good to get in touch with everybody and to hear from all six schools. Hopefully you all enjoyed it as well, and thank you once the final time to Foundation Financial for hosting us for that show. And a very special thank you to Creekview and especially the AVTF department here with Dr. Ashley Pruitt, a very dear friend of mine. They do a fantastic job putting together the broadcast for the video board and all of the fun in-house activities that make Creekview football fun to go watch a game at, and we appreciate their hospitality and for allowing us to be here and intrude on their space for a little bit tonight, Art. Absolutely, Will. Always nice to be in the, it, I know it's it's probably hyperbole of me saying that, nice to be in the warm, con, friendly <laughs> confines Fine. of the Grizzly Dens, or at least the friendly confines of the press box. So uh, a big shout out to the Creekview AVTF. AVTF. Department. There we go. We yeah, audiovisual technology and film. I think it. I think the uh, TF came later. Most of the time, you just hear AV department or something like that. But either way, with that being said, we're going to tell you what you have to look forward to in this show. First of all, we're going to talk about the scrimmages that were played Friday nights. So we're going to talk about Woodstock versus Cambridge, Pope versus Sequoia, and then we're also going to talk about the scrimmages coming up in this Friday, which includes Wheeler at River Ridge and Sprayberry at Etowah. We will also talk about what we want to see from the teams here tonight. That's Creekview versus Cherokee. Obviously by the time this is uploaded you'll have the final score that we're not going to have access to and because we'll be watching it live but with that being said that's something to look forward to see how right we were see how wrong we were and more importantly just kind of check out the two teams is why we're here tonight we will also be previewing our all county team predictions for the preseason so you've made a list i've made a list we'll debate and argue about what spots we agree and which ones we disagree and then also we're going to go over region previews so we're going to talk about region 5-7a which is the cherokee region and their new friends over there and we're going to talk about the very Cherokee County heavy region 66A, including Alatuna and Rome, a little bit later in the broadcast. But for now, we're going to take our first break of the show, and when we come back, we'll break down the Woodstock Wolverines versus the Cambridge Bears and the scrimmage that took down on Friday night. Northside Hospital Cherokee proudly supports Cherokee County football. Thousands of Northside doctors, nurses, and staff are right here in Cherokee County, serving on the top-ranked team for your family's health needs. Whether you're on the field, in the stands, or in your neighborhood, Northside has the expertise to provide exceptional care in your community. For sports medicine, cardiology, maternity, oncology, and other specialties, you can trust your health care to Northside. Visit northside.com Cherokee to learn more. 
Welcome back into the Cherokee County Football Blitz here on every podcasting site available. We appreciate all of them hosting us as well. That's a that's a new thing for us. You know, we used to have things just on the WLJ website, but we're branching out now, and that's an exciting thing. So I'm Will Cooper, joined alongside my co-host, Arthur Mosley, as well. Before we went to break, we were talking about Woodstock versus Cambridge and that scrimmage that went down last Friday. Cambridge won that one 30-7, and it was 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. But there were some things that I saw from Woodstock that I really liked. And, and when we go over these scores, don't read too much into the score. It's a, it's, a, it's a scrimmage for a reason. They got some things they want to work out, maybe tried some plays they won't try again. So just keep that in the back of your mind. But, you know, one of the things that, that was really intriguing to me is Dan Cuomo came back as quarterback. We weren't sure if he was going to return for his senior season. We didn't see him in the spring scrimmage, although that probably has more to do with the success of the Woodstock baseball team as they won a state title against Etowah, crazy enough. That was a cool system over there. But either way, we got to see him back, so that was a good thing to see. He had a couple of nice throws, especially on the run. I really liked his mobility in that scrimmage. And uh, I think the running game for Woodstock lo- looked much improved. I thought the interior of the line, and of course, Tyler Tyler Duthit, excuse me, on the left tackle there, really did a good job setting up some blocks on that end as well. So it'd be good, interesting to see how Woodstock's offense can hold their own and, and really kind of buy some time for that defense that struggled for the last year or so. Yeah, we're really going to have to see some improvement out of that Woodstock offense. Uh, and, and again, like you said, Will, let's not pay atten- much attention to the score. That Cambridge team is also a very experienced team, returning a lot yeah. of pieces. So that was a good test for Woodstock to see where they stand. I like seeing Como back. Uh, we know he's got a live arm. He's not afraid to get out of the pocket and scramble and make things happen. Like you said, the running game uh, looks it looks a lot better at this point in the season than it did last year, and that's definitely improvement. No matter how much you want to throw the ball, we know in Georgia high school football at some point you're going to have to run the football. And um, – and so it's great to see that improvement out of Woodstock. Defense, you know, they uh, maybe maybe they were a little slowed by the rain. I think it was yeah. a, a weather delay there. Yep. Um, but they'll they'll get they'll get caught up. And, and uh, you know, Woodstock got a couple more weeks or a week and a half before yep. we we kick off. And so they'll be ready. And like we talked to Coach uh, in our preview show, they 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 don't get you know have to face Calhoun this year. So they have you know. Yeah, and I, I think the big thing with Woodstock was that, that he said in the preseason show, Coach Hoff, was that they had more depth on the mm-hmm. defensive side. And they did rotate a lot of players in. And before I make any mamas mad, we did actually watch the game, and we do have numbers, but the updated roster that we can find for Woodstock on Max Preps, because I don't think they've actually finalized their official roster as of this recording. So just to just to preface this, we did see the numbers and we took note of them. We just don't have a name to correspond with that. So number 11 was the running back, but I don't know who that is. So before I just throw out a name there, I, I do want to make that clear because, you know, let's just save the comments. We'll say something else later in the show that you can be mad about, but not that one. So, but yeah, getting back to your defensive point, I thought the secondary looked pretty good. Uh, Cambridge didn't try and throw a ton and, and that's not to be unexpected. I mean, it's a scrimmage and it was rainy. You don't really want to fling the ball around too much. Uh, but Adonis Garcia was a very obvious point that uh, he, he's a great defensive back. I don't know when he gets to App State if he's going to play receiver or defensive back, but he is really good on coverage, and that was that was really good to see. Had a couple of good catches as well, so keep in mind, Garcia, Woodstock has talent. They, they're probably more talented than they have been in the last two or three years, I would say. It's just putting that together, so don't count out the Wolverines. There's a lot to look forward to with them moving forward, and I'm excited to see what they can put together as they get ready for their first game. Very well said, Will. There's no other commentary necessary on that point. Although I love it. Let's hit to another break and we come back. We're going to break down Pope versus Sequoia in a game with a little more defense than the one we just talked about. Just a minute and we'll be back. 
At Schottenkirk Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Canton, we thank you for the privilege of selling cars and trucks in North Georgia. And that's why we make it our mission to give back to our community. I'm David Booth, General Manager, and during the past few years, we've raised over a million dollars for the Cherokee County School System through our Wrangler Raffle, plus sponsoring a special award for our Teacher and Coach of the Year. Yes, we want to sell you a vehicle, but when you do buy from us, know that we're giving back to our community. Schottenkirk Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Liberty Boulevard at I-5. 75 Canton. At Foundation Financial Insurance and Wealth Management, we believe that your insurance protection and wealth management plan go hand in hand. We start by shopping your insurance with highly rated companies to find you the best combination of price and protection. With that plan in place, we can then work with you to develop a tailored financial plan. Whether you need to save money on insurance or you need a full financial plan, call us at 678-880-9571 or come by 670 East Main Street in Canton for a no-obligation consultation today. Securities and advisory services offered through Packerland Brokerage Services Incorporated an unaffiliated entity member FNIRA and SIPC. Welcome back into the Cherokee County Football Blitz podcast. I'm your host, Will Cooper, joined alongside Arthur Mosley here live on location at Creekview High School as Creekview is getting ready to take on Cherokee on this Tuesday night. Uh, rescheduling of the scrimmage game that was played a little bit earlier. So this should be a good one on tap, and we're excited to see these two teams. We'll talk about them in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to talk about the Denmark versus Sequoia game that was played on Friday night. It was shortened to three quarters, so that's an interesting note. Halftime was also shortened, so when we talk about these scores, just keep in mind that it was a, a very strange night, a very weird scrimmage, and scrimmages are normally weird anyway. Uh, Sequoia ended up winning the game 13-7 to over Denmark. I think the biggest question coming out of that game is, is it more of an offensive struggle or was it the defense from Denmark and Sequoia really being as strong as they looked? And I think it's probably a little bit of both. Um, with that being said, we weren't sure who was going to take over at quarterback for Sequoia. It looks like Jackson Nesbitt was taking most of the, uh, the reps there. And then we also saw a couple of rotating quarterbacks there at the end of the game. Uh, but, you know, I'm not exactly sure what to make of Sequoia yet. I think they have a lot of talent. We were talking about Jackson Hancock being a huge part of that roster coming in. We were talking about Ty Moores, that tight end, who's really kind of played in to be a much bigger target and a much better pass catcher than we probably gave him uh, credit for. And the offensive line really kind of held their own. And, and I think the biggest shock was Brady Curl playing tackle and defensive tackle. So Absolutely. we got to see him on both sides of the ball there. So with that being said, Art, I've talked enough about it. I want to hear your thoughts about Sequoia and, and what, your, what your thoughts are moving into the first uh, week of the season. Well, we've always been high on Coach Brent Buddy's defense, and that seemed to, to be no different on Friday night or last Friday night. They were able to get that game in. A couple names I want to throw out. Jimmy Anderson, uh, defensive lineman with the sack. Walker Beck seemed to be in the backfield a lot, uh, providing pressure. Bretton Darling uh, with the interception. I think Sequoia's defense, and, and usually at this point in the season, defenses are ahead of offenses. But... Uh, you know, switching over to that other side of the ball offensively. You know, he had Tyler Bell with a couple of good carries and Jackson Hancock back in the backfield after a hiatus of some sorts last year. And so we, we thought we would see him get the ball a little bit more. And so I think Sequoia is probably right where they want to be. That's a system that Wing T is a system in, in Coach Teeter. They have them run it in their junior program and they're ready for it when they get to high school. So the, it's it's just plug and play. The question is, are the pieces a plug and will they be able to get the job done come Friday night in a week and a half. Well, I thought it was interesting, and I'm not sure if it's just a scrimmage thing or if it's a, uh, a kind of more of a new plan for them. We saw it a lot in the seven-on-seven camps, which you kind of take with a grain of salt. But they're running more of a veer offense. Mm. They, they, it's not that they've done away with the wing tee, but there was a lot of designed runs to the pitch, right? Pitch left instead of that kind of read that you do mm -hmm. with the wing tee. 
so I'm, I'm not exactly sure where that will, will put them week one. I thought they had some success with it, like we talked about. Uh, pretty good speed on the outsides. The issue was mostly interior with them. So I, I don't really know moving forward. It'll be interesting to see for sure. But just something to note, if you do go to a Sequoia game this year and you think, where's that typical wing tee, they may line up in something a little different with this Veer offense that it looks like they've been at least trying out. So a little bit of a note there, and it'll be interesting to see how that carries over. Yeah, Will, Will, and we, we, we do need to remember that Denmark, I believe, is a region champion from last season. Sounds if, right. If, if I'm not mistaken. So this is a team that is very, uh, at least has had some success. And so that's a, it was certainly a great test for Sequoia uh, for this region that they're going to be playing in in Region 66A. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes, we will. Well, we'll move on to that right now as we're going to talk about the next scrimmages coming up on Friday night, just a couple days from this episode airing. So we'll talk about that on the other end of this break. You're listening to the Cherokee County Football Blitz. There's been so much talk about distracted driving, you're probably sick of hearing about it. Well, we'd rather you be sick of hearing about it than lose your life doing it. The caring staff with Sosby Funeral Home in Canton reminds you that we all have to go sometime, but don't rush it. Wait your turn and don't drive distracted. Keep your hands on the wheel, your eyes on the road, and make sure you stay alert and arrive alive. Drive safely and help us protect our teens. They're the only future we've got. Brought to you by Sosby Funeral Home. Honoring life from 191 Jarvis Street in Canton. When you are the official sponsor of the comeback, adding a few feet to a drive matters. First down. So does shaving a tenth of a second off a lap. Top-rated surgery, physical therapy, and motion analysis by the sports medicine team at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta helps young athletes not only prevent injuries, but heal faster and return stronger, ready to win. Our more than 25 orthopedic and sports medicine locations are ready to assist your athletes come back. To learn more, visit choa.org slash sportsmed. Welcome back to the Cherokee County Football Blitz podcast. I'm Will Cooper, joined alongside my co-host Arthur Mosley, gearing up for another high school football season. Can you believe that we are a week and a half away from first kick? It doesn't feel real. It feels It's like Christmas, Will. You know, yeah. as a little kid, I think we can all relate to that. Hopefully those are fond memories for, for all of our listeners. But you just count down the days, and it seems like, you know, you get to June, and it's vacation. You get to July, and you're thinking it's the dog days of summer. And, and I tell you what, when it's, you know, 97 degrees outside and teams have to practice early in the morning to avoid the, the wet bulb alarm, you know, it's, <laughs> yep. it's like, is this ever going to get here? But we're here, Will. We are here. We absolutely are looking forward to it. And as we're previewing and getting ready for a couple of things, let's talk about a couple of scrimmages that are going to go down this Friday. Let's start with Wheeler at Riverridge. Wheeler High School is going to be an opponent that Cherokee will see a little bit later as they're a new region opponent. So this will be an interesting look for both teams. Uh, I think Riverridge is probably the more complete team going into this game. I, I think nobody would, would second guess that just mm -hmm. based off of previous experience and what we've seen. Uh, but with that being said, is there anything in particular you're looking for from Riverridge? I think for me, I want to see the running game. I think that was part of their, their success in 2020 was Amir Morrison. And I think they're going to have to rely more on the offensive line to open up gaps. It looks like Daniel Fitchner is probably going to be taking a lot of the snaps at running back. We'll see if, if there are any other backs that they want to rotate in there. But that's what I'm looking for. What about you? What are you looking for out of the Knights? Well, I think the Knights have a lot to replace in terms of skill position. Yeah. Wheeler, which is Coach Collins's previous team, team, right, is going to be making the trip over from East Cobb over to Woodstock, Georgia. I'm looking to see if, if, if at receiver, at running back, like you mentioned, 
can they can they produce a can they have similar production to that 2020 season when they had so much success that's a big question mark on defense i think you have uh, enough players coming back and brendan die and then mj Ayers in the backfield and then brandon burdett that coach collins mentioned that we should they should be all right yeah. uh, on the defensive side of the ball and the rumor you know we've we've heard jackson head maybe on the defensive line big john Fletcher maybe too. on yep. the defensive line so that is certainly a, a will be a sight to see i'm sure we might get a little snippet of that next week yeah we might so that's something interesting to look forward to as well and i'm kind of with you they're gonna have to replace the production of brian bradley at defensive end mm-hmm. uh, you know really tough to replace that production and it's probably going to take a couple of players or three players to replace that production but they're going to need to find it somewhere because he was a huge part of that defense for the last two or three years years over at River Ridge so interesting to keep a note on that one so we're looking forward to seeing that game and uh, the other game going on on Friday night is another home game so if you're in Cherokee County come on now it's getting football time let's get out there let's let's get through the gates let's let's see these teams uh Sprayberry at Etowah that's going to be a really interesting one two hard-nosed football teams that have made their money off the running game for the last two years Etowah is going to be very different looking Elijah Washington's transferred out Braden Bohannon has moved on to Kennesaw State uh, I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of names. The defense looks a lot different. Luciano Corpora Ellis is gone. Uh, Colin Schurer has gone. Will Palethorpe's gone. A lot of guys are kind of rotating in and out there. So the defense is going to be interesting to watch, and it's going to be two really hard-nosed football teams. I think what I want to see from Etowah is what does the running game look like, a lot like with River Ridge, but I think it's for a different reason. I want to see what back they come out with, and I want to see if their offensive style has changed. They were so focused on running the ball last year, it didn't seem like they had a lot of opportunities to pass, or if they did, it had to be a play action. Mm-hmm. I want to see if they come out on first and 10 a couple of times and just take a shot. Jack Strickland went 16-21 to 21 in the spring scrimmage. I want to see if they can come out there and kind of move, move the ball out a little bit and spread that defense out, because if they can, I know they've got the size on the offense line to make some things happen so what are you looking for out of the Eagles well like you will I like to see what they do with the quarterback play you mentioned Strickland who are the receivers going to be for Etowah this year that will step up you talked about the question market running back with the departure of Washington a name I'm going to love to say when we get to get to uh, announce Etowah games is Johar Johar Cacho Johar Cacho so we'll uh we'll uh, we might even give him a nickname here will at some point we might have to (laughs) Uh, but but again, getting back to the basics here, we're at the skill position, similar to River Ridge, where who are those skill guys that are going to step up? Defensively, not as much worried about them, uh, at least in the secondary. You, you mentioned Corpora Ellis moves on, but Frank Mosley, uh, no relation, uh, <laughs> is, is still there in the back end of that secondary and uh, anchoring and holding things down. So. Ken Etowah, we've known them hard. You mentioned it, Will. Hard-nosed football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Sprayberry a couple years ago. Had a down season last year. But hard-nosed football team with, with Coach Vavro over there coaching them. Ought to be a pretty exciting matchup for both teams as a as a measuring stick to see where they are in this season. Yeah, I think so, too. I think uh, I think it's going to be one of the hardest-hitting scrimmages that you'll be able to find on a Friday night. So make sure you get out to uh, either River Ridge or Etowah and check those games out. If you haven't been out to check a team out yet, man, the top-notch facilities here in Cherokee County, make sure you go check out those teams. Well, let's take another break, and we come back, we'll break down where we're at, which, in case you didn't know, was at Creekview, as we are here to watch Creekview and Cherokee play. So let's pause for just a minute, and we come back. We will talk about these two teams we're here to see tonight. At Woodstock Furniture and Mattress Outlet, we don't have locations across the country. Our stores are right here in Georgia. Our customers aren't numbers, they're neighbors. Your kids probably go to school with our kids. And chances are, your furniture is our furniture. So the next time you're thinking, new living room, dining room, 
bedroom or new mattress. Think Woodstock Furniture and Mattress Outlet, Georgia's furniture and mattress superstore. For nearly 30 years, locally owned, Georgia grown. Welcome back to the Cherokee County Football Blitz podcast. I'm your host, Will Cooper, joined alongside my co-host, Arthur Mosley, who will also be helping me do the Friday night football games coming up on August the 19th as we will see Cherokee as they host Cartersville, and that'll be a good one. So make sure you tune in once again, August the 19th, 7 p.m. for the pregame show, 7.30 kick, and uh, Art's joining us once again as the lead analyst and helping me fill in the play-by-play duties here and there as it's well. Got a nice so, ring to it, Will. Lead, lead analyst? analyst? going to put that in your uh, LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn profile. Yes, I That's am. what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, well, let's break down these two teams we're here to see. Creekview versus Cherokee. Once again, a big shout out to Creekview and the administration and Ashley Pruitt and everybody that has allowed us to uh, take up their press box space for the evening as the crowd's filing in here. But two of the most exciting teams. Obviously, these two teams have had the most success over the last three, four, five years, just kind of year in and year out. Uh, Creekview's only missed the playoffs once in that four years, and Cherokee's made the playoffs all four years in that stretch. So just two really good programs coming into this one. Excited to see them face off here tonight. Uh, I I have three main points I want to go over. First of all, the quarterback play. So two of the most excited I've seen really teams about who who their quarterbacks are. Austin Guest for Creekview and Tanner Savas here for Cherokee, two guys who are very highly touted. The coaches love them. It seems like they're they're upstanding young men and they have a heck of an arm. Austin Guest can move a little bit better. Tanner Savas here has a little bit deeper of a ball. So kind of make up for it on opposite ends there, but two very exciting young men. So that's question number one is, is what do they look like in their first action as the leaders of the team? Number two, Cherokee O-line versus Creekview's defensive line. Creekview only lost three defensive starters from last year. That is an insane stat for a defense that was giving up about 10 points per game before the playoffs came around. So get ready. There's, Creekview's going to have a lot of problems with uh, other teams' offensive lines and Cherokee, on the other hand, is replacing four out of five offensive line starters. So Cherokee's better be ready tonight, or at least Savasier better be ready to run around a little bit. And then the third question I have is uh, Creekview lost one of the best wide receivers and probably the best running back in the game last year. Tyler Stevens at running back, now at Air Force, and then uh, Tristan Summers at, at Barry now, if I remember correctly, and he is uh, gone as well. So Creepy's going to have to look for some pieces around Austin Guest. I think the offensive line is solid. And then kind of on the other coin, Cherokee's offensive line is the big question mark. They have plenty of talent on the outside and at running back. The question is more on the interior of that offensive line. So, Art, I'll turn it over to you. What are your questions coming into this game, and, and what do you think? Yeah, Will, you mentioned you hit the nail on the head with Cherokee's offensive line. You know, last season anchored by uh, the Rhino Ryan Chandler, he moves on to Southern Illinois. Only one starter returning with experience here at Cherokee is Jaron Tercero, who moves over to play center. He's going to have his hands full as the as the captain of that offensive line to to help bring these young guys along. Because uh, when you got uh, you know Hubert. Thomas mm-hmm. Singleton that are going to be bearing down on you and Anderson at linebacker. It's it might be a long that might make for a long night for Tennis Avisier and uh, we'll see if they uh, get him out of the pocket to help that to how they might mix up protections to help the coverage for the young quarterback on the other end. The same can we see Austin Guest with a threat deep? Does he have a deep threat? I think Guest is probably a little bit more athletic, better runner than Tanner is, but. Uh, you know, you talked about Tristan Summers Lee graduating. Another name we won't see is J.D. Castine. You know, yep. not by his doing. Uh, he's moved out of state. Yep. Okay, so he's gone. So you got guys like Michael Roach and Camden Lusk, and and perhaps we'll see Taylor Cox Young in the in the offensive uh, receiving core. But but those are things that that 
I'm sure it will be revealed tonight. By the yep. time this is aired and people listen, they'll know the answers to that. Isn't that beautiful? But uh, but but, but the, the bigger question is not who they put there, but can they have success in those spots? Mm-hmm. And my, my other question, you mentioned the departure of the running back Tyler Stevens, and we talked about this on the podcast. Who's the heart and soul of that team? Yeah. He was the heart and soul last year. Um, not not just by not just in word but in deed. And who's going to be that this year for the Creekview Grizzlies? We know uh, Ajamon will be back there in the backfield. We assume Hubert might get some. Tristan McWilliams might get some time back there. So uh, a whole host of characters, as our friend Dave Garner likes to say, That's what he would say. might be might get some touches tonight and uh, during the regular season. Excellent points. We're going to find all that out here in just about 20 minutes as they've got the countdown going up on the big video board here to our left as we're situated in the press box. Well, let's hit another break. When we come back, we're going to cause some controversy. We're going to start our all-county team preview. So get those Twitter fingers ready, folks. We're going to get you all upset and get you ready for high school football. We'll be back with a one-minute break after this. Feed all the hungry people in your life at Culver's of Hickory Flat. Their signature butter burgers are fresh, never frozen, and the frozen custard is the perfect treat. Culver's of Hickory Flat is locally owned and operated by local people who care about our community. Their passion for fresh food is as strong as their love for the community. They're proud of where they're located and how their local roots have made them who they are. Get fresh food now at Culver's of Hickory Flat, 6778 Hickory Flat Highway. Welcome back to the Cherokee County Football Blitz Podcast. I'm Will Cooper, joined alongside my co-host, Arthur Mosley, as we are here live at Creekview High School as they're getting ready to take on the Cherokee Warriors for their Tuesday scrimmage that was rained out and canceled uh, last Friday. So excited to see these two teams squaring off. Excited to see a couple teams getting into some action on Friday night. But now is the time to make everyone really upset. Let's just jump right into it. So <laughs> our preseason all-county team, we're going to go a position at a time. So I'll start with the position, say who I have, and you say who you have, Art, and then we will uh, debate if okay. we need to. All right. So let's start with quarterback. I'm going to take Austin Guest here at Creekview. Yeah, well, I'm actually going to go with another sophomore, but I'm going with Tanner Savasier here, here, the quarterback for Cherokee. Not a bad pick. Hard to argue with either one of those. I, Absolutely. I, I think it's it's pretty even. Uh, for running back, I'm going to take a newcomer to the county, but a senior, I'm going to take Joe Hercacho as my running back. All right, I'm going to go with Jackson Hancock. I know mm. we're going to see him all over the field for Sequoia, but I I believe uh, his running style makes uh, it's gonna he's going to have a big uh, big season. I put the, him as an athlete, okay. so that's okay. fair enough. I, I could definitely take that one. Uh, for wide receiver, I have two. Uh, I took Adonis Garcia. Wasn't sure whether to put him on offense or defense, uh, so I went ahead and stuck him on offense. He's also my offensive player of the year pick. Uh, and then I also have Pops Jamison at Cherokee as my second wide receiver. So, Will, I, I couldn't agree more with, with those picks with Pops Jameson and Adonis Garcia, but I'm going to go with Will Curcio now. I don't know if he's still on the Etowah roster, but if yeah. he's playing, he's all region for me. That's, that's a good point. I'm not sure either. I know he was a big baseball player, and, and obviously they had the long season, once again, winning or losing the state title. Sorry about that, uh, with Woodstock. So I know they played the long season, so we'll have to uh, check on that. But I, th- I think those are good picks. Who's your second? Watch uh, Garcia? Garcia and Jameson. Yeah, yep. yeah. Hard, hard, to, hard to argue with that one. Uh, tight end, I'm going to make some people upset with this one. I know the, the overall pick should probably be Jackson Head, uh, but I'm going to go with the overall production, and that includes blocking, and I'm going to go with Grant Griffith, the sophomore at Etowah. You probably haven't heard of him yet, but you will. Okay. 
All right. Well, I'm going to go with someone who I know is playing football this year, and that is Jackson Hitt. Yeah, good pick. Good pick. All right, we're going to go down the offensive line. We're going to go by position, but it's kind of hard to to nail down those positions from last year. So please excuse us if you've moved from center to guard or, or somewhere on the offensive line. Uh, but my left tackle, I'm going to take Tyler Duthit, the senior at Woodstock. Wow, Will, are we, are we? Is this a test that was open book? Because I feel like you've been copying my paper. Uh, I've I, got Duthit as well. I think as, I uh, made mine first. <laughs> nice try, though. Uh, let's move on to left guard. I'll be interested if you got this one. I got Reed Albers. I do not have Reed Albers anywhere on my offensive okay. line. Um, I'm going to go with Tate Nelms All as right. my guard. I got him as my uh, my uh, right tackle. So we got the agreement on there. Once again, it's hard to know positions exactly on the offensive line. My center, I got Anthony Caraballo, the senior center here at uh, Creekview. Yeah, that's that's who I have. I know that Coach Williams is very high on him. We didn't see him a ton last year, but uh, Caraballo at about 6'3", 275, looks to be uh, ready to, to anchor that offensive line for Creekview. I got, uh, for right guard, I got John Falletra. I'm going to go with John Fletcher as well good on the pick, right side. Good pick. Yeah, junior out of River Ridge. And then for right tackle, Tate Nelms out of, uh, out of uh, Etowah, So, And this is where we differ. I've got Andrew Rosinski already holding offers from uh, – or in, getting interest from Virginia and Duke. Uh, smart kid, smart offensive lineman, about 6'5", 265. Yeah, it was hard not to go with Rosinski there, but I think uh, – I think uh, Nelms, and I, I like my picks. I like All my right, picks. And I like mine, too. All right, moving on to the defensive side of the ball. We're going to start with defensive ends, so we picked two for these. Uh, I got Isaac Hubert. Wasn't sure whether to put him outside linebacker, defensive end. Uh, I, I Senior year, let's go defensive end. Uh, and then uh, he's also my defensive player of the year. And then I put uh, Javon Hobson on the other side of him. All right, now I've got Isaac Hubert and Beckett Singleton on the outside. Yeah, so Beckett Singleton's two a good pick. View, two, two Creek View uh, Grizzly defensive linemen there on my first team. So uh, down at the defensive tackle spot, is this is a 4-3 defense we're running with. I took Brady Curl as one tackle, and then I took Beckett Singleton as the other tackle. Okay. Saw him, once again, they kind of rotate the defensive mm-hmm. formation, so he's sometimes down in that, in, you know, as a tackle, and then sometimes he's on the outside. So And, of course, I had Brady Curl and Javon Hobson on the interior. All right, that well, line, there you so. go. So <laughs> No <laughs> disagreement line. there. Yeah, right? good, good picks. Uh, moving on to linebacker, I took three here. Uh, the first one, probably, if, if you're coming fresh off, you probably don't remember this. I, I took Carson Gray. Um, I know he didn't have a fantastic 2021 season, but 2020 was good enough for me to put some faith back in him. So I got him. Uh, Reed Anderson, I, I think he speaks for himself. And then Kyan Simmons is my yeah. third linebacker. Yeah. I've got Reed Anderson also. I've also got Brendan Dye of River Ridge. And then I'm going with Kyan Simmons here, who we'll see tonight for Cherokee, an all-region player. And as Coach Shaw said, maybe close to that by the end of the season could have an all-state type of season as well. Hard to argue with Brendan Dye there. That, that's, a, that's a good pick. So uh, Let's move on to the cornerback position. Cornerback position. So uh, I got Frank Mosley, the senior at Etowah, no relation, and MJ Ayers, the senior at River Ridge. So two uh, corners there. I know that people here are going to say Taylor Cox Young. Very hard to differentiate between those two guys to me. Once again, Adonis Garcia could go here as he's playing both sides of the ball. I I think, uh, and Jackson Hancock somewhere in the safety position as well, I think this is probably the most loaded cornerback class I've seen in a long time so it was really hard to narrow those two down but that's who I got I agree Will I've got and I've got three defensive backs we're just going to play one safety over the top here Uh, I like Frank Mosley and MJ Ayers at River Ridge as well my third defensive back uh, maybe we'll call him at Nickelback I don't know yeah whatever you want to call (laughs) it the tryback for Team Mosley here Taylor Cox Young over here at Creekview what defensive alignment are you running Uh, this is what you get from a basketball coach okay (laughs) 
If I can make a recommendation, throw the ball. <laughs> One safety over the top. <laughs> well, I've got such shutdown cornerbacks that we're not really worried about that. That is true. I was going to say we could use the tight end, but those linebackers are really good coverage linebackers. All right. Uh, for free safety, since I separated mine, I took Jonah Durham, the junior, mm. this year Great at pick. Creekview. Great uh, and then for strong safety, I took Ridley Joseph mm. at, at Sequoia. Mm-hmm. I, I Kind of, once again, Jackson could go somewhere in here. I put him on the offensive side, so I stuck with that. Adonis Garcia, same thing. Put him as a wide receiver. Didn't want to double dip, but those are my safeties. And I've got a youngster. Well, he's a junior this year, underclassman, Bretton Darling, yeah, as, uh, as my safety here, my first team all-county. Excellent point. That's yeah. He's a really good pick. Uh, and then let's go into specialists. Uh, for place kicker, I took Carson Allen, who was uh, named to the all-state uh, 6A team as the place kicker, as Tyler Duthit was on the offensive line as well. Should point that out. Uh, so congratulations to him, but he's who I'm taking as my place kicker. And then for punter, I took Clayton Mixon as the punter at Riverridge. No disagreement from me at all, Will. I've got Carson Allen as my kicker, and then Clayton Mixon, Mr. Acrobatic. Yep. We saw that guy do a lot of great things off bad snaps last season. He is very know how many people use the word electric and punter in the same sentence but he but is man he's, he's as he close as awesome. we get to that so i'm telling you that etowah game last year if you haven't seen it you need to go back and watch his film of that etowah game last year it was the most awesome I don't think I've ever been excited to call a punt before as when he handled the snaps and, and did so many cool things with the ball. So, yeah, excellent picks on that end. So uh, really no, not a lot of disagreement. I, I think maybe the, the disagreement will be settled pretty early. I mean, the quarterback position's one, running back's one, but uh, tight end's another. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it's hard to go wrong with the talent we have here in Cherokee County. Well, we'll come back at the end of the season and put our collective heads together and maybe include some great minds like Ronnie on the spot, Cooper, Zach Gross, Diamond Dave Garner? Possibly. Could happen. It could happen. It depends how, how available they are, yeah, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. If they don't big time us. They typically do, but we'll have to <laughs> see. All right, well, let's pause for one final time here, and then when we come back, we will wrap things up here for you on the Cherokee County Football Blitz, uh, the new podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. The number one magazine to read is Enjoy Cherokee. This beautiful, full-color, seasonal publication keeps you in the know with articles about interesting people, fun events, hot restaurants, and cool ideas. Enjoy Cherokee is for busy people who enjoy a lifestyle magazine worth reading and keeping. You'll find Enjoy Cherokee available at most high-traffic locations and mailed free to homes throughout Cherokee County. Join the thousands who don't miss a single issue. Follow us on Facebook and find issues on enjoycherokee.com. Ask for a free publication and enjoy. Welcome back to the Cherokee County Football Blitz podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. We are live at Creekview High School as they're getting ready to take on the Cherokee Warriors here on this Tuesday night. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and sticking with us to this point in the show. We do want to go over our region previews, as I do have the editor-in-chief of the Turd Ferguson Report sitting to my left. He has done all classifications, all regions, has put those out, so you can burn him at the stake when you go read those on the (laughs) TurdFergusonReport.com. That's RPT.com, right? It's not a full report. It's RPT. Is that the uh, it should just be turdferguson.com.com. Sorry. Okay. No F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. report. R-G-E-S-O-N. There you go. Spell it out for the people. So make sure you go over there and check that out. But uh, I want to talk about your region previews for a minute. So uh, for region 5-7A, you put Cherokee in the fourth slot. You got right. Kennesaw Mountain at three, Walton at two, and North Cobb at one. I did that by memory, by the way. You just did. Just in case everybody's wondering. I got to disagree with you. Okay. Uh, I'm, Let's hear I'm, it. I'm going to put Cherokee at two. Okay. Wow. I, th- I think that there's some... 
I think they can beat Kennesaw Mountain, okay. and I think that's probably the most agreeable one. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I think that there is a slip-up in the schedule somewhere for Walton or North Cobb. Okay. I'm not sure who, but I think it'll happen. Maybe even a three-way tie where they end up in second. I could see one loss to everybody in that you know kind of semicircle. This is where my objectivity comes in. I hope, Will. Uh, I'm going to give you a name that you probably aren't familiar with okay. because I know we, we spend a ton of time in Cherokee County, but as editor-in-chief of the Turd Ferguson Report, aside from making many mistakes, one of the things I do is research. And Caden Lee is a name. One of the top receivers in the state moves over from West Lake Oh boy. to Kennesaw Mountain. I know. I didn't t- I didn't give you that nugget. I did not give you no, that you nugget. No, you did not. There is a big, tra- you know, it, a lot of transfers happen, and, and it's tough to keep track of. That's one of the reasons. We mentioned in the pregame show, the pregame show uh, last week, came in Prangley, the quarterback, mm-hmm. maybe one of the top unrecruited, uh, under-recruited players in the country. And Kennesaw Mountain also has one of the top offensive linemen in the state, Connor Liu, yeah. I believe just committed to the University of Miami, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. A lot of talent on that Kennesaw Mountain team. I think Cherokee's going to struggle with those top three teams. Kennesaw Mountain, I think Walton is revamped. They've got a couple of transfers in yes, as they well. Do. Um, and North Cobb is who they are. They've got Singleton at quarterback, uh, a couple of offensive linemen to watch for Walton, Marcel Felton, and uh, Robert Grigsby, a couple of highly recruited guys. I just think there's too much experience. My yeah. my bet would be for Cherokee to make a push for that region title for the, one of the top two spots next season. It's hard to argue with that. You actually have th- reasons to pick those. I just kind of went out on a limb and just said what I said and hope that football chaos ensues. So so good enough for you. Uh, let's move over to Region 6-6A. So this is the new Cherokee County region with Rome and Alatoona. You got Rome 1, Alatoona 2, Creekview 3, River Ridge 4. Sequoia 5, is that correct? Uh, Sequoia 5, yes. Etowah 6, six Woodstock, Woodstock seven. 7. All right. So I don't necessarily disagree with your playoff teams. However... I disagree with the order. Okay. I think Rome is number one. I, th- I think Rome has too much talent. I think it, it's really not even fair, to be honest, but that's besides the point. Uh, I, I like Creekview at two, and the reason I say that is Alatoona's schedule wasn't as physical as they're probably going to encounter, I would say. Uh, I know they played some tough teams. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's easier. I think the physicality is different. This Creekview defense was incredibly physical last year, and I think that will maintain. I'm going to put Alatoona at three, and then i got a toss-up at four. And and my my gut tells me River Ridge, but there's something about Etowah. There's something cooking on Eagle Mountain that <laughs> just – just it's just speaking to me for some reason right now. So I, I'm going to go I'm – gonna, I'm going to make the upset pick. I'm going to go with Etowah at four. I'm not going to disagree with that, Will, okay. as much as you think. I think I, that number, number four spot is up for grabs. I think it could be whatever team – asserts its dominance or finds its finds its footing on offense first between Etowah, River Ridge, and Sequoia, to me, will be the team that finds themselves in that number four spot. I'm also not going to disagree with you on your pick for Creekview number two. I think Alatuna is replacing some key pieces. They've got three players, I think, you know, it's in the preview, but uh, Canosa at linebacker and then Jaden Ponder at running back. They've got a couple of other pieces, maybe not as strong as they have been in the past, but Alatuna and Coach Gary Varner always physical if the Creekview grizzlies can get it going on offense if they can mm-hmm. find something in the run game and then find and their receivers are as they don't have to be better than the receivers last year yeah. just have to match that play last year and i think creek you could find themselves hosting hosting a home playoff game 
Well, that home playoff game would be against Region 5. Now, let me tell you what you don't want to do against Region 5 is be the four seed because then yeah. you're playing Langston Hughes, okay? Yeah. And they've got a bevy of talent. Uh, my player of the year in Class 6A, Prentice, Air Nolan, the quarterback, Gannon Weathersby, a phenomenal linebacker, Coach Daniel Williams, kind of similar to the Kennesaw Mountain coach, has taken a team with one or two wins over a short period and had them last year on the brink of winning a state title. So back to Region 6, you don't want to be in that position. But I think, uh, and even, you know, you probably don't want to play South Paulding either as no. a number three seed, but New Manchester, maybe Noonan or Douglas County might be a matchup that uh, – that you can win in the first round. Yeah, I mean, you think about that Region 5 last year. That was the crossover region, and mm -hmm. the region that River Ridge, Sequoia, and Creekview were a part of did very well against that region for mm -hmm. the most part. So just keep that in mind. But that's going to wrap it up for us. We're about three minutes from kickoff here, so we're going to get out of the way so we can enjoy this game and learn a couple things about these teams. That way the hot takes we just laid down for y'all can be proven <laughs> wrong or right. We don't know. I'll tell you this, though. If we're wrong about the picks, I will personally clip the audio and stick it back in at the end of the season. I am sure you will. I'm so, Including myself, including myself. So with all that being said, I'm sure we've made a lot of people mad here tonight, but hopefully you've enjoyed it if you've stuck around this far. Once again, reminder, our first football game will be August the 19th. That's Friday night. We will see Cherokee over at Tommy Baker Field as they host the Purple Hurricanes of Cartersville. But before we do that, we will see you again next Wednesday as we're hosting another podcast episode. Episode 2 will be much more of an in-depth dive. We'll have finalized rosters, we'll have first week previews, and we will wrap things up and get you ready for the high school football season. So Art, thank you for being with us. Excited to be on this podcast journey with you, man. I am excited as well, Will. It's always fun to talk high school football along with my partner in the broadcast booth. Man, this is just a great, uh, a great Great union of, well, two self-proclaimed great minds. So self-proclaimed. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in with us. We'll make sure you stick around next Wednesday, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening to this, too, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to it, whatever you're listening to it on. That way you can get updated every time we come out with a new episode. But we're going to get out of the way. Thank you so much for sticking with us this afternoon, and we will talk to you next week. This was the Cherokee County Football Blitz. Make sure to join Will and Art next week for the next episode and each Friday night at 7 p.m. for the Cherokee County Game of the Week on WLJA 101.1 FM.